What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, February the 5th. Uh, I am your host, Andrew Fleming, alongside, you can find her on all over the place, it's especially twitch.tv backslash robot giggles. We have robot giggles on the podcast with us. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm great today. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm swell. Uh, you, you seem bubbly. You seem like a happy person today. Yes. I like to hope that I usually am. Usually enough to where I can make it my gamer tag. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but also with us today, you can find her on Twitch as well. I believe she's going to be streaming uh, right after we finish this podcast. Uh, you yep. can find her at twitch.tv backslash Fluffy Monkey. That's Fluffy with three Fs. Please welcome Braylon on the podcast. Hello. How's it going, everybody? Well, you're you're streaming right after this. What what are you what are we streaming? What you gonna be? I playing? am playing Splatoon two with my sister. So Splatoon, that game yeah. looks so cute. I've never tried it. Ooh, you should honestly, because you play a lot of shooters, don't you? I do. So you would love it because it's like I always say it's like Call of Duty, but <laughs> like it's fun. like bubbly, right? It's yes, bubbly. <laughs> but you can wreck you can wreck kids. Like it's so fun. It's yeah, it's awesome. I love it. I'll love try it. I love what you said. It's like Call of Duty, but fun. Yeah, well, Call of Duty, it just like has this aura of negativity over it. You know what I mean? I've been watching people go back and forth between Call of Duty and Apex, like people that mainly play Call of Duty on Twitch, but for some reason they're playing Apex. And they're all, for, they say like this is the hardest thing in the world to do is to go from Call of Duty straight to Apex and try and win. I think but, so. Such I different gameplay. I've played them both. I love Call of Duty personally. I didn't I did not like Apex that much. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, very different. Well, we will talk about Apex in just one second because this is the Log on Games podcast. Uh, this is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming topics from new games, big announcements, events, so much more. Uh, new episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google, and wherever it is possible for you to listen to podcasts at. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, youtube.com uh, backslash games, where you can uh, listen to us and watch the thumbnail just to go, which is, you know, the best way to do it. Uh, we're also on Twitch now. This is the first week that I've been streaming from Twitch, where we have been auto-hosting Giggles, Braylon, everybody. We've been auto-hosting everybody. So if Yay. you cannot find them. Thank you. Exactly. If you cannot find them, go to logongames.com or twitch.tv backslash logongames, uh, and you can watch them. We have them. We have Marty. Shibby's been on there. Jason was on there playing Rocket League uh, last, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday or something. I'm not sure. Um, so a lot of people on there, a lot of good a lot of good peeps going on. Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate us five stars, that helps us out quite a bit. Or you can just share the link with your friends, you know, whatever you want to do. We have giveaways coming up, people. We have giveaways very soon. Uh, over on our social media channels, we are at Logon Games. So if you want to get your questions in, which we have one here in a bit, um, we are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Logon Games. So got all that out of the way. Let's move on to the topics here. Um, I'm actually going to start with uh, Xbox here because Miss Giggles and I have Ooh. 
gotten the Series X this week. Um, actually touched it, held it, played it. So I want to get your impressions on the Series X. You went from uh, Xbox One to now. This is your first next-gen experience. How does it feel? Yes. Um, well, yeah, I guess I had the Xbox One S, and then I had the Xbox One X, and there was a huge leap in difference between those two, specifically with like games like PUBG. This mm-hmm. 1X, my stream says that they can see a difference, but um, I can't see it too. I, I feel like there's less, I don't know, maybe you'll disagree, but I feel like there's less of a difference between the the next generation, the uh, the Series X and the uh, S versus the X, 1X. Mm-hmm. Man, it's kind of a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> that, is um, a, that is a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But like as far as like reactivity in game, I don't see too much of a difference. But my I really really enjoy like the space. The I load into games faster. Um, oh, yeah. My my updates happen like in a blink of an eye, so that's nice. And then it has 4K capability, which I did get to play with when offline off stream. My my gaming monitor doesn't support 4K gaming. But one of my TVs does. So I had my brother and sister over and they wanted to play a video game. So I chose a 4K game and we tried it on the TV and it was beautiful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So then I saw it a little bit. What about you? Can you tell? Um, I guess it depends on if you're playing a, a game that is updated, I guess, for the Series X or not. Like uh, True. Like Apex isn't. I don't know if Call of Duty is or not. I don't, I don't think so. Um. I know Sea of Thieves is, which I have played, which I can't tell a difference really graphically, but frame rate wise is very, very smooth. Like it's a lot smoother. It um, is smooth, isn't it? That's true. And, I, and I've never played any Gears of War game ever. So me and two of my buds started Gears of War 5 since it's three player co op. And that is a difference. That is a difference uh, for cool. sure. Um, I didn't realize it was three-player co-op. That sounds fun. Well, I say three-player co-op. It's really two-player co-op, and then one person plays this robot that can just, like, tag people and electrocute people here and there. It's like clap trap. (laughs) Exactly. like clap trap. (laughs) Exactly. uh, My brother was playing the clap trap, and that's exactly what I said. It's like, Matthew's like our own personal clap trap in this. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the character you give your little sibling. You're like, here, you can be the robot. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he is. It's it's so strange. It's so strange that they're like, yes, three player co op, like a Gears of War game, and they'll make somebody just play a robot. But <laughs> it so is what funny. It is like. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on the controller? Are you, are you using a the Series X controller, or are you using something you've used before? I'm not. I'm actually using the um, what's it called? The Elite controller, the Series mm-hmm. Two. Okay. Well, then I have a question for you. Yeah. Okay. I've asked this on stream this past week. Is the series Elite Series 2 like the same size as the Series yeah. X controller? It is, yes. Okay. That makes that makes sense. Cause I was trying to figure that out when I was at Best Buy, because they had like the models out or whatever. And I was yes. like, I feel it's like the exact the same. same size. Um the paddles on the back are a little bit smaller, closer to what you see on a scuff. Um, it's a little bit heavier in a nice way. Mm-hmm. Um, it has grips. It has rubber. It, like it has a 
a grip over the whole controller almost. And then the biggest difference is it has a much springier uh, reaction in the sticks. It's extremely, extremely reactive, like springy and bouncy. Yeah. Oh, and the triggers have three different short stop um, options instead of like two. Well, I, I've been told about three times this week that I need to get the Elite 2 controller. But now that I know it's I, the I same size it. <laughs> as the Series X, because I I very much like that size compared to what the Xbox One controllers were. Like it's just slightly <laughs> smaller, which is like perfect for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, Brandon, you have yet to uh, have you experienced that in, in any next gen at all yet? Or are you just kind of? I have not. It's so sad. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, so unless you count Switch. Unless you count Switch. Is I mean, Switch next gen? No. I mean, Nintendo, maybe. Yeah, I did get the Wii U right when it came out. So that was cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Have y'all seen, this is off topic a little bit. Have y'all seen uh, what came out, the video that came out this week of Nintendo Land in Japan and then like showing off the rides and stuff? No. Nint- what? That sounds it's, awesome. What's Nintendo World? Nintendo World or whatever. It's Explain yeah, it like it's, I'm five. Um, you're basically Disneyland, in... but Mario. Exactly. <gasps> there you exactly. Go. There's a Mario Kart ride. I'm googling this. And there right is now. a basically Yoshi ride. basically everything that you would want when you think of like a Mario World. They did it. <laughs> they, Nintendo they did Land it. Japan. I'm Googling an image searching. Oh, what? How? <laughs> I wonder how much it costs to get in there. And it, oh, I wonder if they're even open with, with like COVID restrictions. Uh, the video I watched said that they're not open. They've pushed Super back Nintendo like Nintendo World. Yeah, they've pushed back the uh, like grand opening date because of all the COVID stuff. But apparently, they're doing like test rides for people that are already in the park. Like they'll open it up for test rides here and there. But I assume. Because the Olympics are in Japan, they want to have that open like sometime in before this summer would start. You know, what's so funny for those listening to the podcast, obviously, because it's a podcast, you can't see this unless you Google it yourself. And if you're driving, please don't Google it. But so I'll describe it to you. It's really hard to tell that you're looking at actual photos of Nintendo mm-hmm. Land in Japan because it looks because every inch of the theme park looks like Super Mario 64. Isn't that um, awesome? I want to go so badly. So cool. <laughs> I now understand the kind of people that need to go to Harry Potter World and yes. as adults. I yes. think I get it now. It just clicked with me. Well, it's supposed to come to Orlando. Well, COVID pushed it back, so I guess now it would be, what is 2021 now? So to probably Orlando? like 2024 at the very earliest, probably 24. Oh, wow. I'll yeah. be able to afford it by then. Yeah, I can uh, wait. <laughs> unless there's another pandemic that screws everything up. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows in this world we live in? Um, getting back on course here, Giggles, you've been playing uh, Apex Season 8. It came out Tuesday. Yes. I've been playing Apex Season 8 that came out Tuesday. And How do you like it? it? Um, I enjoy it. I, I like Apex quite a bit. It's really the only Battle Royale game that I play. Um, and Fuse is the new character, which for those who Ooh. are unfamiliar, is basically just grenade explode man. That's what he does, which is <laughs> how I play the game. <laughs> like, 
I always have like my if I have a purple backpack, my entire bottom row is just grenades. That's all it is. Oh gosh! And anytime we see people, I'm just I just throw them. I just throw them in the general vicinity of where someone marks, and I just launch them. So having this character that can like two stack grenades and also has another grenade in his arm and his ult is basically just a giant grenade, it's been fun times. It's been Very fun true. Time. Yeah, I'm loving him. I'm loving, um, you know, on those times when you land and there's a bunch of teams and everybody gets all the guns and all the loot, you still at least have your grenade fist. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I like that about him. I'm like, I like the new season. Um, I've been on the struggle bus with like switching from COD to Apex and back again with the TTK, the TTK times, TTK. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's hard to go from Warzone to Apex to Warzone to Apex. So, uh, but I'm gonna try this season because I love Apex and I'm having a really good time with it. So I think I'm actually gonna try to climb ranked. Our group of friends got really good at it towards the end of when the PS4, well, right before the PS5 came out, and then mm-hmm. the PS5 came out, and that controller is is not only larger than the DualShock 4 was, but it's larger than the Series X controller, which is what it is there's a lot of technology in that controller that makes it awesome but it is larger so it's like i'm having to get used to a whole brand new controller basically so we we've also been on the struggle bus i would say i feel you hard struggle bussing like it it used to be towards the end right before the ps5 came out i would feel like our team like each team member would you know get 1200 to 1500 damage a game like we were we were lighting it up and then (laughs) ps5 came out and it's like man i hope we get like a kill this match (laughs) it's it's rough it's rough but uh yeah i like apex as well and i'm on the same boat i'm hoping this season is the season we get back you gonna grind ranked yeah you see even in ranked like i feel like we get to like mid gold and that's kind of our uh ceiling i would say it's like once we hit mid gold it's like yeah we 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 consistently come in like 10th and that's, that's just where we are i feel you that's the highest i've ever grinded to before just not being willing to make the energy exertion to get that much gooder exactly <laughs> <laughs> um and just announced, or I guess it was announced yesterday, Apex is coming to the Switch on like March something, March 9th, maybe. On the Switch. Is coming it gonna to be cross plat? I don't know the answer to that question, but it's cross play with everything else, so it makes sense. Mm. Um same people that that did the port of Overwatch, same people that did the port of Rocket League, I believe are doing this port so it should be wow. halfway decent at least cool um and yeah we should uh we should we should stream apex together soon that's all I'm sure sure so we can yeah. struggle bus together sounds good let's do it i would love that um okay so watch. here <laughs> here is kind of the main topic that i wanted this episode to be about um as you all know you're listening to this you've heard us we started a twitch channel about a month ago i got on it consistently this month uh giggles have been has been in the twitch game for a little bit braylon you've been twitch streaming for how long since like october since like october so 
I figured we cool. could give new streamers, old streamers, all the streamers, tips, tricks, help, advice, as well as uh, advice for myself as we try and build our, our podcast Twitch up for everybody and do some community days and all that kind of stuff with our fans. So, yeah. Braylon, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass it to you first. What's, what's the one thing that you've so you started streaming in October? Yeah. What's the one thing from October to now that you're like, man, I wish I would have known this when I first mm-hmm. started? When I first started, um, probably just to start doing it. I think yeah. I waited so long because I was like waiting for all of these things and I was waiting for it to feel right. And like, you just have to start, like you'll get better as one. you go. You'll fix things as you go. You'll learn as you go, but like, you just got to start yeah. doing it. I feel like every streamer like is like, well, I thought about it for like a year yes. and it's like, just do it. Just go do it. <laughs> If you think you want to just try it, you can get low budget setups. You can use your phone. You don't need anything special. Just try it. Yes. And um, to be negative, um, I, I think that a lot of people who who are waiting to start are the kind of people that don't want to uh, jump into something unless they feel like they can do it with excellence, which is not a bad character quality to have. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, the nature of streaming um, – <laughs> you're you're not gonna have it all figured out until you get in there. The only way to like learn things is to like just start, like she's saying. Yeah, and totally. then problems are gonna pop up that you just can not predict. Yep, <laughs> totally. Like, you could watch like every sure. video and still like be so unprepared. Like, but but then you'll learn them, and then you'll yeah. you, and yep. then you'll and then you'll have a smooth stream. So you know. And it's fun because everybody starts off that way. Yes. Literally every single person that you watch on Twitch started with some little rinky-dink stream, just, you know, like figuring it out. Like, it's just how you have to do it. True. I like to just do it. I just keep taking Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> um, yeah, Giggles, you said things you just can't predict. And I was just thinking, like, it makes her, like, just deciding not to exist anymore yeah that how has it been that's bigger than having it that's bigger than an audio issue that's true (laughs) that is (laughs) um it's been awful (laughs) (laughs) um i can't describe to you how devastating it is to spend three years of your life building up uh, a career and then just get deplatformed because that's what it is it's you know Mm -hmm. you get deplatformed it's it's out of your control you know finally I got to a point where like I was making you know more than the job that I had left and it felt good and I had um you know I had 47,000 followers on Mixer and I I was like I was you know averaging 250 concurrent viewers and um (laughs) Microsoft had a robot giggles controller that was coming out and then it all just went away in the same week, by the way, that I got COVID. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so no. Fun. So that was a fun week for me. Um, so I miss I miss Mixer, but at the same time, though, um, that's life, isn't it? And, um, 
whether or not you believe in a higher power, I do believe that everything happens for a reason. Same. And I think it happened for a reason. And um, the kind of people that I've met over here on Twitch, I've had a really nice time streaming on Twitch. And I'm grateful that Twitch exists. So it's been awful, but it's also been a really big growing experience for me. And I'm really grateful that my my community came over with me. I've gotten to see how true people are to me and how awesome people are. And I've got to make a lot of new friends and then really deepen old friendships. And, you know, you can't really trade that. But since we're on the note of advice, um, you can avoid being deplatformed by diversifying um, like I didn't do. Like if I had been wise, I probably would have at least streamed once a week on Twitch long before I lost Mixer. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's really – it's energy exhaustive to try to get a YouTube, a TikTok, talk, a Facebook, an Instagram, a Twitch, a Twitter, um, all of it. But if you want to be a full-time streamer and you know you do off the start, and I'm not talking about like if you don't know yet. If you don't know, do some, you know, streams and see yeah, if it's something it that you first. even <laughs> – Yeah, trial it. But if it's something that you know you want to do – um, you really need to diversify that way. If you get the rug pulled out from under you, like I and many of my best friends did, um, your people will know where to find you and your viewers will go elsewhere. Yeah, I talk about that all the time, that you have no idea you could wake up one day and your TikTok could be gone. Your whole Instagram could be gone. Like you yeah. definitely have to um, diversify yeah. your platforms because you never know when all of a sudden it's just like Vine later. Like, yeah. wake up one day and we're like, it's gone. Like, okay, <laughs> now yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fine. It, it was awful. Braylon, as someone uh, who I've seen on social media, you have your colors all the same. You have your photos all the same. The same aesthetic across the board. What advice would you give to someone um, that's been Twitch streaming for a while but wants to kind of, like, get their socials involved and grow more than just you know a twitch channel or get people Um, i would say from your from the socials to the twitch like pointing them towards your twitch i would almost say consider doing a rebrand if like all of your socials are different like do them all Mm. over at once and let people know like hey this is my new brand because it's really important that people can find you like across platforms um if you can't like change usernames you know that's, I'm not saying you have to, but it is a good idea. If you don't want to, though, you could also sort of just do what I did and have the same graphics across all the platforms. Even on, like, my logo, I plaster my logo everywhere just so that even on YouTube, it's, like, like at the corner of my thumbnails. Like, I just want people seeing it all the time on every platform, and that creates a kind of brand awareness. Um, so, I mean, it's definitely a good thing to do. If you There's all kinds of videos you can watch on tips and tricks for brand awareness and stuff like like that pay someone to make you a decent logo and you know that's a great place to start i think i agree i i like your i like your your fluffy monkey thank you my my friend made it for (laughs) me because i couldn't do it myself so i can't take the credit but i love it the colors remind me of hbo max colors which i really i just yes those little um, gradients they have yes Mm -hmm. they're so pretty once again i think that's like super good advice. I think that um to piggyback off of that, um 
uh, firstly, completely right. I think it makes you look so much more professional when you have a unified yes. brand across all the platforms. And that's the kind of – and it makes you more searchable. So that increases your exposure if your name is the exact same across. And it, it's not always possible for it to be. But if people – find a fluffy monkey with one less F on another platform, but then they see it's all the same branding, then they'll know that it's her. Yeah. Yep. Um, and likewise, when you're, if you, when you start to grow as a content creator, products will be more likely to sponsor you if they, if you have that unified brand, because products will know that whatever, they sponsor you or, you know, whatever discount code that you're selling is going to go across all your social medias too, which is a big selling point for you as a content creator. Totally. Yep. Giggles, what's one thing that you liked better about Twitch when you moved from Mixer to Twitch? I like that it's adults. (laughs) Mixer, um, was a lot of kids because at first it was Beam where people could watch it directly from Xbox and they they embedded it into Xbox. So mm-hmm. um, there was a time when it was like play Fortnite or don't grow. And um, I loved Fortnite, but I didn't Beam really... Ninja or just don't grow. It was. It was <laughs> Beam Ninja. And like, um, so you had this influx, you had this like drastically younger audience over there. And I find that... Um, Oh, I mean, this is new, I guess. Um, this is the first time I'm saying this out loud, but I'm, I've tried to do some art streams over here on Twitch, and they're so much better received than Mixer ever was. On Mixer, I would do art streams, and people would come in and be like, invite me. I'm like, what? Invite me to – invite you to my painting session. <laughs> and, and uh, Or like, play Fortnite or give V-Bucks. And so I'm grateful for a community that's a little bit older in demographic and a little bit more open-minded. And um, yeah, I, I think the community just kind of fits my vibe a little better. Yeah, almost every time I go on Twitch now, on the front page, especially at night, because I go on Twitch probably mo- mostly after like 10 p.m., Mm-hmm. It's like there's always at least a podcast, talk show, or a DJ, a music of some sort that's on the front page. It's not, I would say most of the times that I look at it, I don't know if it caters to like what you watch or whatever, but there's almost like the first I thing know. I see is it's hardly ever someone playing a game. I see that too. So I don't know if it caters to us, but yeah. You said your Twitch is all adults. Can you teach me your ways? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, I should probably – you should probably teach me your ways if you have a much younger audience because I need to diversify. (laughs) (laughs) We can exchange information later. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds good. (laughs) Braylon, what – besides Splatoon, what have you been – what have you Twitch streamed over the last month, I guess? Um, I've kind of been rotating between um, Sims, Pokemon, Shield and Sword, Splatoon, Mario Kart, and just chatting. So. I miss Mario Kart. Is Mar- this your first, like, Pokemon, Sword, or Shield? I played... Um, it is, like, I'm considering it my first playthrough because the first time I played, I only got to, like, the first... Or, like, the first big city, and then I stopped, mm-hmm. which was, like, the first gym leader, I think. Or, it takes like, a long right time after. to get there. So, yeah, I quit after that. So now this is, like, my first real playthrough. Um, and it's so much fun to play on stream. Honestly, the Pokemon community, um, there's a 
there's a few game communities that have like really nice viewers on stream <laughs> and Pokemon is one of them. Like I got so many people coming in helping me. Somebody gifted me like this really awesome Pokemon that turned into a Milotech and it had like all these super set moves. And I was like, this is the most <laughs> wholesome thing. So there's not many games where like people come in and they're like, hi, I have a gift for you. Like just because you <laughs> love playing the game that they love playing so much, like really, it's a really awesome community. Yeah. So I've been having a lot of fun with that one. That's so cool to hear. Can you yeah. imagine? I the hell will freeze over before someone goes, "Oh, you like COD? Here's a gun skin, <laughs> right?" <laughs> Can you imagine? Maybe, yeah. maybe you just need to get a bunch of people to start doing that, like going into random streamers and being like, "Hey, I got a gift for you. It's a oh. skin." And then maybe I don't know, you could create a movement or something. <laughs> Ooh, that's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, the Toontown community is also like that, too. Very nice people will come in and they're like, hi, do you need help? And you're like, yes, I do. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Um, for people that don't know, because I, I think a lot of I've seen a lot of questions, especially on Twitter or Google, whatever you look up, um, which is like, how do you stream? How do I stream my uh, like Nintendo Switch games? So mm. how are you doing it? And you tell me. So sure. That, so that the people will know. Um, so I got a capture card and there's a few different options with that. Basically, it's like a device that you plug in in between the HDMI to your monitor and the HDMI to your switch or your PlayStation. They usually work for both. Um, mine was like a couple hundred dollars. I wanted one that like worked exclusively with Mac. Um, cause I'm a iMac gamer. Don't judge me. Um, I know, right. It's crazy. Um, so <laughs> I, I spent a little bit of money, but you can get, I, I know quite a few streamer friends that have like $30 ones off of Amazon that look just fine on their stream and work just fine. So you just look up what a capture card, like on Amazon and, read reviews before you buy it and you should be good. Have you had any issues with Nintendo? We hear the horror stories of YouTube videos being taken down, Twitch stuff being taken down. Have you had any? No. And I, and I always upload my VODs to YouTube. And even if your VOD is not public on YouTube, it will tell you if there's like a copyright claim or something. So, um, I haven't, I haven't gotten anything. Interesting. Well, that's good. Yeah. I didn't know that was an issue. Now you're, I'm, I'm going to go have to research after this. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's not so much now, but I remember when the, when the switch first came out, like even, even big media outlets like IGN GameSpot, they couldn't even put like Nintendo gameplay in a review video or something without Nintendo, like being like, you can't do this. Really? It was like a huge deal. People were wow. like, why, why are you doing this? That's crazy. So maybe it's not as big of a deal anymore. Maybe they, Maybe they backed off a little bit. Yeah, I would Nintendo hope so. Nintendo can be weird. Nintendo can be They weird. definitely can be weird. Did you know somebody, I, my sister just told me this yesterday. Did you know that they were going to do a live action Zelda with Netflix and somebody at Netflix leaked it and Nintendo was like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. Why? Like they hate that so much that they were like, yeah, no, we're not working with you. Bye. So strange. Whoa. Right? They're they're real strict. It's strange on both sides. Like, first of all, if you leaked that for the, I don't know what your reasoning would be behind it, but it's like congratulations, like you could lose your job now. And then the other side of Nintendo would be like, just because it's leaked doesn't mean it won't be gigantic when it comes out. Yeah, <laughs> it was probably just like principle for them, if I'm guessing. Like you know, yeah. 
Or do you think it has anything to do with how badly the Sonic the Hedgehog movie went when that was leaked and then the fans had every, had this visual in their head? And then, do you remember that? And then when they saw Sonic, it was horrifying. It was so scary. Do you it was so scary. was a PR stunt, though. Some people think that was like a whole media stunt, <laughs> which I, I don't know. I don't know. It was so bad. It's like so bad that you're like, how could they make that? And present that to us. Total like, nightmare fuel. It was nightmare fuel. It was like I feel, I feel like when when someone says, "Hey, we're making a Sonic movie," you do have an image in your head, and that image is Sonic. And what they yeah. showed was not Sonic. You know, <laughs> what they showed, what they showed was, an abomination. Like yeah, it was a homunculus. <laughs> it was a homunculus. <laughs> <laughs> it was no Detective Pikachu. No, Detective Pikachu was awesome. I, I need to see it. I heard it was good. <gasps> You'll love it. It's so cute. Like, okay. Like the story could have been Pikachu in the bathroom for three hours, and I'd been like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how real he looks. <laughs> so and I would have loved it. Just they, being in the Pokemon world. Is just yeah, like, oh it just makes you giddy. Like when they look through the city and stuff, and there's like Pokemon everywhere, you're like, ooh, like it feels real. <laughs> it gets real exciting. Her yeah. first coupon, I was just like, I'm in. I'm so in already. They're I just like wanna... frolicking. Oh, so cute. <laughs> and the Sonic movie was good too. I don't think it was as good, but a lot of I people didn't watch it. it it's it's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. Now that they fixed Sonic, it's not <laughs> Fixed him. They fixed him. Um <laughs> any other any other tips, tricks, help that you guys can think of that um, you would give somebody either starting a Twitch streaming channel or someone that's been uh, going for a while but just needs some a nudge. Well, man, whew, give me a category, right? Uh, okay, uh, let me ask you this because I've seen both of you talk about this, yeah. I believe, on Twitter as of lately. How do you deal with chat, uh, your audience? mm um, I believe it was maybe Fluffy that was asking, like, how do you deal with people? Because some streamers, you know, they have their audience and they think something's offensive or not offensive or whatever. And then, you know, they may come to your Twitch stream and you have different views on things. So, like, how do you navigate not being a dick online, I guess? That is so <laughs> Or having hard. your chat be dickish. I was going to say it's so difficult. It is so difficult. Like, it's hard for me as a viewer, though, too, because, like, some people are just really strict about things and, like, other streamers are not. Like, I'm a super chill, low-key person, but then, like, other people have really hardcore rules and it definitely can be tricky to navigate that as a viewer and as a streamer. I mess up on this one probably once a week. Probably once a week I come across as a dick because I've misread something in chat um, and in my defense, in our defense as streamers, our guard is up because we are constantly attacked. So it's really and yeah, then if, that's so true. It's really hard to uh, read a statement that everyone else has meant in a bad way for years, and then someone comes in and doesn't mean it in a bad way. It's really hard to not change to not attack somebody for saying something. So as a streamer, I say two things. Number one, I have the, I've got a really great mod squad who know, who have grown with me and they've known me. Uh, but even when I was like new, 
my mods knew what my standards were. And then even when I was gaming, they kind of helped me navigate whether or not someone's intentions were good or bad because my mods are all have different personalities than I do and sometimes can whisper me, hey, I think that this might be this person might not mean it this way or whatever. And so I'm grateful for my mods. And then secondly, I would just say if you don't have mod squad, if you're starting off and a comment sounds funky, read it three times in three different tones. And if it still sounds bad after you read it in your head three times, then it's probably a bad comment. <laughs> That's good advice. <laughs> Having good mods can be so helpful. I find it really difficult or like, yeah, I don't always find it difficult, but a lot of people talk about like, how do you set boundaries as a streamer? And not only that, but how do you enforce those boundaries? And I think that that's something that a lot of people yeah. struggle with. It can be so difficult because yes. sometimes you read something and it makes you extremely uncomfortable and you got to understand that like <laughs> yeah. our faces are live. So like yeah. you have to do your best to like not show people that, that you're insanely uncomfortable. So having mods <laughs> that can like enforce your rules and your boundaries for you so that you can just like ignore it and move on, keep going, yes. like is so, so, so great. And I tell people this all the time that this when I first started streaming I just got like three of my closest friends to pop in my streams made sure my mm -hmm. fiance always had it up and like then he could mod for me before I really had you know a community or people mm -hmm. to That's ask like just ask a friend or like a sibling or you know somebody who's like hey would you want to sit and watch my streams and you know just mod for me and make sure nobody says anything weird and yeah interesting um yeah some of the people that I've watched have been streamed for a very, very long time. Um, the, the one that I watch the most uh, is a group called Kind of Funny. And I feel like their rules are like people will talk, will jump in their chat sometime. They're like, what are, the, what are the chat rules? And they're like, if we don't like what you say or don't like you, we'll ban you or mute you. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's the rules is so be respectful. And if you say something that is even, even if we take it the wrong way, just we're going to. They're like they're Later. kind of a nerd tolerance, yeah. At this point, because they've been doing it for so long. So I I had that on Mixer, um, and the only warning I'll say about that though is um, people tend it tends to be to breed an unwelcoming environment if people think that you could snap and ban them at any moment. And if yes. you have if you have an unwelcoming environment, you don't grow because then new people don't say they don't sub they don't donate bits they don't tell their friends about you because. Sometimes having rules protects people both ways. It lets people who are socially awkward or otherwise socially uncomfortable in normal situations know what they can and can't say, and it makes totally. them more comfortable too. Like so I'm that, That's the only side, yeah. I'm super neurodivergent. I have ADHD and I'm not medicated. And so sometimes online, like I, I, it's way better for me if I have a set of rules like if you don't want me to use all caps in your stream chat like you yes. need to tell me because yeah. i'm gonna come in hot with all caps like every time yeah. so and it's just funny i've had people Good example i've had people who have gotten like super like i came in with all caps and like it wasn't like a oh like we don't do that here like did it, like they got mad and i'm like all right like i'm never watching you again because like you mm -hmm. just made me feel super uncomfortable for something that i didn't really know about and that i didn't know was like a faux pas in your channel so how you yeah. handle it definitely makes it like sets the tone. Like I was like, oh, this person's yeah. like not very nice. Like, yes. why am I going to watch you? I have an example like that too. Uh, I, a lot of times if you're new in someone's stream, you'll comment on their appearance or maybe something in their background and you won't mean it 
or your viewer or the commenter won't mean it in a certain way. For example, I went into a girl's stream and she was covered head to toe in very colorful tattoos. And I said, oh, wow, I like your I like your tattoos. I, I think full sleeves look awesome. And she, I don't know if she assumed I was a guy or if she just, she just jumped down my throat. I got <gasps> timed out. I got banned. But really, I was just actually trying to make conversation oh and she wasn't saying anything. And so I picked something in the camera and I said something about it. So, um, you know, it's a, exactly. it's a fine line. Yeah. And I don't think that those people are going to go far because no. – <laughs> it's nobody wants to watch someone that makes them feel like crap. Like, yeah, yeah. Or even that makes other people feel like crap. Like I bet yeah. there were other people in that stream that saw that girl and were like, Ooh, like that's, yeah. you know, kind of weird. She banned her for that. Yeah. What really happened was a bunch of like five or six white knights came out of the woodwork and they're like, don't talk to a lady like that. <laughs> oh no. I was like, all right, all right, all right. Um, I will say, one little bit of advice on uh, sometimes on like ignoring trolls. A lot of my friends when they first started streaming like would lose sleep at night because of the awful things that some people would say in their channel. And my my version of picture everybody naked to be calm is picture that the that the person at the other end of the stream are two 13-year-olds at a spend the night with greasy pizza fingers daring, <laughs> chuckling and daring each other to that see is who, what it is, though. who can get a rise out of the streamer. That totally – I'm like, that's who comes into my streams. Like, Yeah. Definitely. So somebody, if somebody comes in and is like, your face is fat. Like if you You're look, like, you're 12. Thank you're, you. Yeah. Yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah. So the only time to get offended is if you picture somebody who's worthy of offending you. That's the only time you really get offended. That's genius advice. Yeah. <laughs> I always I, assume everyone in my chat is like 14. I'm like, yep. you're all just children. And yeah. if you come in, I had two kids come in when I was playing Among Us one time and they just started saying all this stuff like, it's orange vented right in front of you and da 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 And I'm like, this is definitely like two 13-year-olds at a summer party. <laughs> like 100%. Exactly. See, and I know, I know people, I don't think they stream, thank God, but I know people that argue whether it's on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, or whatever, we'll sit there and argue with a 13 year old. It's over yeah. and over. Like if you, if you plan on streaming and you want to get not just streaming, but any kind of entertainment in general, you just got, you have to find a way that when you see the mean argue. comments, when you see the mean comments or the comments that you're just like, I have to say something back. Like you, you have to find, you have to find a way to just let that stuff go and not, yeah. not, not even just let it go and be like, okay, I didn't respond. Good. But then you're staying up all night like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, you can't be thinking about it. You got to find some way to just – they're just – it's people. You You have good people and you have bad people and that's just the way it is. Yep. You you do have to have kind of a thicker skin to do this because people on the internet are shitty. Like they're going to be – they're going to say not nice stuff and you have to just, you know. Yeah. I concur. Um, One last question I have for you two before we round this thing out. Um, someone like, like our podcast, we're at 25 followers trying to get to affiliate where we can do all, all the good goods. How would you, uh, any advice you would give for people trying to get to the point where they can get subs, where they can get bits, where they can make money? Um, well, I kind of already touched on this a little earlier, like talk to your real friends, like grab your Mm. in real life friends or online friends and say, Hey, I'm going to be streaming. Can you please come watch me? Um, is really helpful if you're if you're starting off you don't have anybody that's a good tip I think that's a really good idea 
Also, don't stream too much because your average viewer count, if you're streaming like eight hours to two people, it's going to take you forever to stream enough to get, you're going to have to have way more than three people to like fix that average. So start off with like hour long, hour and a half long streams where you know you have three people um, and it's a little mm -hmm. bit easier to make sure you hit that average viewer. Cool. It, you know, that advice is diamond in my in my three and a half years of streaming, I've never had anyone have advice for that earliest stage, and that is freaking golden. This is yeah. the best podcast we've done so far. I you're tell all my friends that. I'm like, don't stream too long because you're going to mess up your average. It's math, you know? Like <laughs> That is golden. Because yeah. yeah. I guess once once you hit the affiliate, it doesn't those numbers doesn't don't matter. matter. doesn't yeah. matter at all, yeah. So I would, you play in you play in the game within the game. You gotta like, play the game, yes. Yeah. That's why people say like, "Oh, you got affiliate so fast." I'm like, I just played the game, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, you need to you. I don't know anybody who uh, grew without networking. Yes, um, significantly. Because oh right now, I talked to a very okay. So I I talked to a one of the largest female Twitch streamers, and I was asking her thoughts on the state of Twitch. And she said that Twitch is in a weird place right now because it for the is. first time ever, there are more streamers than there are viewers. So the <gasps> market is not is oversaturated is an understatement. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yes. And so if you are pulling two viewers, well, congratulations. You are in uh, the top like one third of all streamers on Twitch already. So that's encouraging. Um, but what you need to do is you have to network because people – that means people will not find you by scrolling through mm -mm. Twitch. They will not. So nope. the way you network is uh, – actually, Fluffy Monkey was kind of saying it in chat. It was perfect. I saw uh, – you said – she said, my biggest tip is always come with something to offer, not looking for help. Instead, offer help. So that's how you network. You show up. Even offering positivity, even being someone having conversation in someone's stream – um, join people's discords, get to know people. Um, most likely if you raid people about your same size, you know, maybe if you're pulling five viewers, raid people who also have five viewers that you've gotten to know and they'll raid you back. And then that way you'll start uh, building your community and increasing your discoverability and just making friends. It's really fun. It is so fun. Yeah. I can't stress <laughs> networking enough. Like I try and tell everybody that I'm like, it's, you just need to build relationships with people. Like don't go in with a self-promotion goal going with, I want to get to know this person and we can help each other as we both grow. Yeah. Like it's a perfect. mutual, a mutual beneficial relationship, you know? Completely. Well, there you go. That, that now everybody's going to be a pro Twitch streamer. We did it. We did it, guys. Yeah. Um, we are going to end this thing a little bit earlier than normal, but we do have a listener question from Twitter, kind of. Uh, Aqua Wolverine. He says, greatness is coming thoughts, and he sends a picture of NCAA football uh, with a North Carolina player on it. So first of all, I know this person, and I just want to let you know, there will never be a North Carolina person on the front of uh, NCAA. I'm sorry. It's not good enough. I, I hate. I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but you know it's true. But no, it is true. <laughs> After God, I don't even know how long. I think 2013 was the last NCAA football game to come out. It's been. It's been a, a while. Uh, no, NCAA NCAA football 14. So it's been six years at least here because they always wow. do the numbers weird. I don't know how math works. 
Um, <laughs> but this past week, SportsCenter, of all places, broke the news that EA Sports is rebooting its college football series for next-generation consoles, announcing Whoa. Tuesday that it will end the hiatus that the game has taken since Michigan quarterback Denard Robinson appeared on the cover of NCAA Football 14. Um, there's still a lot to sort out about what the game will look like, what the structure will be, and even when it is available, but college football eventually coming back to gaming consoles. Whoa. So if you, wanna, if you want to, or anybody that's in the chats or listening to this or watching this on YouTube, um, you can go to ESPN, and they have a gigantic article where they have all of the answers to your questions. But the short version is it doesn't look like it'll be this year. So it'll probably be 2022 uh before it comes out probably towards i think i don't i don't remember when those game comes out i know madden usually comes out in august i cannot remember if ncaa came out that same time or not i assume it did because that's when football season starts but whatever um and there's a big there's still a big issue with collegiate players being able like them being able to use their name and likeness of the players themselves oh yeah because they can't pay them, right? Correct. Correct. They so need to pay them. They need supposedly, to change that rule. Supposedly, within the next year, there's going to be some sort of deal made with the NCAA. Uh, either they're going to start paying players or they're going to work out something along the lines of that. Somehow they will get money, whether it's they give money to the school and the school does something for them or... I don't know. It's hard because, like in any sport, some players are bigger than others. Some schools are bigger than others. I know in Madden, it's basically like a $10,000 check or something for everybody that's in the league. But in Madden, you have, in the NFL, you have 32 teams with like maybe 50 to 80 players total, you know, throughout the year. And then in NCAA, you have hundreds of schools with hundreds of players on these teams. So it's going to be a little bit more complicated. But I was talking to uh, some people on PlayStation about it. And even if there's something in this article where it says, as of right now, like they hope in the future they can use that. But as of right now, it's just going to be, you know, they can still use the schools and the stadiums and all that kind of stuff, which is what they're trying to make the deals with the schools to be able to do that. Um, But then everything else, like you wouldn't have the same players and all that kind of stuff. But like it is in Madden, you can create a player, you can create a school, and almost instantly when these games come out, they have collegiate teams, rosters for the next year, players that would be coming into the NFL, stuff like that. So I, fi- I figure if there's, as long as there's create a player or create a team, somebody will make a roster almost immediately. That is all the likenesses of the players. Like some Joe Schmo that has nothing else to do because it happens all the time. <laughs> and they'll upload that roster for everybody to use because that's something you can do in the games anyway. So it's interesting. It'll be fun to watch. Um, it'll be fun to see exactly if a deal goes through where they pay the players, exactly how they do that. Um, but the good news is it's coming back. That's all that matters. Uh, I was always an NCAA person over Madden because at some point Madden just got bad. But NCAA never got bad. <laughs> We've talked about this a couple times on the podcast. It's we where have. I learned. It's where I learned all about it, and I'm it like is. horrified. <laughs> and so. Madden's next gen 
uh, upgrade that they came out with is just god awful. I watched. I don't play Madden. Um, I didn't play really played it this year, but I I follow two YouTubers that are are fairly large in the Madden game, and it seems like <clears throat> they just like everyone was excited for the next gen upgrade, and when it came out, it was almost immediately like we're not playing this. We're just going to play the last gen version, <laughs> and I have yet to see anybody else go back to the next gen version. Like apparently, it's real bad, but it is what it is, I guess. But uh, <laughs> we want to thank you all for listening. Any final thoughts? Before we go, I have one more thing. Give it to us. If you're just starting off on Twitch and you have like any amount of social anxiety at all, turn your viewer count off. Mm -hmm. Just turn it off and just pretend like there's one person or two people or whatever. But yeah, turn it off. It helps a lot. I still keep mine off. (laughs) Like, I don't want to (laughs) know. Don't tell me. (laughs) You could have have 8 million people. You would never know. Yeah, exactly. I just act the same no matter what. I agree. Sometimes if I get raided, I'll turn it off. Um, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I don't even have social anxiety, and I think I turning don't it off is a good idea. <laughs> I think I think it resets what you're doing and why, and yes. focuses on the people that are talking to you in chat. It shouldn't I, be the numbers. It shouldn't yeah. be the numbers. I, I one time, a long time ago, we did. We were doing this podcast. We were doing it live on Twitch. And for some reason, we went from like, I don't know, five, six followers up to like 700 something. And it was just like, (laughs) it wasn't the anxiety, like there's a lot of people watching. It was like almost like more pressure where it's like, we have 700 people in here for some reason unknown to us. So uh, we have to be better than whatever we're doing. (laughs) But it can be stressful. Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a good one. well, again, we want to thank you all for listening. Again, the Log On Games podcast comes out every Friday anywhere in the world that you want to listen to it. Um, so please go give us a subscribe. Go give us a follow. We are on Twitch. As I said, twitch.tv backslash logongames. If there is a game you want to play with us, shoot us a message. We are at Logon Games across the board on all the social media. Um, shoot us a message. Let's play some games together. Let's have some fun. Um, and let's be good to each other and we need to get both Braylon and Giggles in and we'll do some community stream at some point but again sure. you cannot find them for some reason uh, they're all on our Twitch whoever's Twitch streaming which is we have a lot of Twitch streamers we have five people that stream quite a bit so there's always somebody to watch so definitely follow them give them all loving and likes and that's going to do it for us here we will be with you all again next Friday Later, friends.